You're not safe anywhere. You may fire when ready. Life is garbage. <laughs> They're gonna bite you with their anus. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ! Sushi jackknife. 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 Halfway through, let's say, a, con- a conversation yeah. about country music. Oh, yeah. We live in Nashville. That's all we talk we, about. We live in, you know, it's weird. It took, a, it took a period of time. But it does have a way of working on you when you live here. Yeah, you can't escape. It. No. And we're not talking like... I mean, I always liked classic country. We're, we're talking about our man Garth, Garth Brooks, you know, our favorite musician. There's one or two Garth songs that I don't mind when they come you on the radio. You love all of them. There's you have one a Garth or two. Brooks trans, tramp stamp. Just <laughs> I have a Chris Gaines tramp stamp. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> that's that's for the real fans. That's right. I'm a deep cut kind of guy. <laughs> but no, we. Uh, you were talking about Orville Peck. Yeah, and uh, whose music is very classic country. Very. And I, we were just kind of talking about how that genre in particular. I mean, I guess it's true of other genres, but it seems it seems like it likes to rotate back around to. A certain period of time. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, but now it's alternative. Yeah, but see, we already had alternative country. I no, mean, but now this is alternative. Like Uncle Tupelo was alternative country. Right, but now that's alternative. Just regular alternative. Yeah. I could kind of see that, it, actually. It, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> no, I mean, genres, genres are stupid. Genres are stupid. <laughs> genres are stupid. Whoever decided all music must be labeled. Yeah. I know for, you know, business practices, it makes sense. That's the main reason. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because Billboard needed to figure shit out. But these are the same people that tried to say Elvis Costello was punk at the same time that... The Sex Pistols were punk. The Sex Pistols were punk. No. No. Okay. No. No. (laughs) He's just a weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Elvis Costello is like the... I mean, punk and new wave came out at the same time, mm-hmm. but Elvis Costello is clearly new wave. Yeah, he's like the template for new wave. Mm-hmm. There's keyboards in there. Yeah. Now you <laughs> told me about. I don't know if we talked about it on the show yet, but um, welcome to Sushi Jackknife, by the way. Oh hey, I said that to make sure that's the podcast we were doing. Yeah, but that's I'm it. pretty sure because we didn't discuss it, and if we don't say anything, yeah, no, that's, that's it. Generally, what we're doing. Um, you showed me the Screamers. Yeah. the other week, which is a punk band in the late 70s LA? Yeah. Is that right? LA scene um what 78 79. Yeah. They didn't last that long, right? Yeah, before so I know too much about the LA punk scene now cuz I been read reading a, a book. Yeah, well I read the whole book. Oh, you read the you finished yeah, the book. I read okay. I read the book uh written by John Doe from X. Amongst right. amongst like 80 other people. Great, anyway, great punk band X. Um so 80 like 81 82 yeah is when la went uh black flag hardcore skinhead obnoxious punk the kind of really like over overly masculine yeah aggro well it's in the book they kept referring someone i can't remember who it was so i feel bad because i want to give them the credit for this yeah but kept referring to it as uh the time when the people that the original punks were trying to get away from. Yeah, right, 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 right. Became punks. Right, right. <laughs> and I guess that probably coincided with the DC scene and all that too. Yeah, it's because Henry Rollins came from the DC he scene. He came from the DC yeah. scene, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Screamers were in that weird era in yeah. the late 70s Which where like- LA was still completely underground even yeah. though punk was popping up everywhere yeah and there are there are other bands where that continued oh jesus my phone's going off speaking of punk rock this is this is our rock band judy uh <laughs> texting to figure out when we're going to practice again um but yeah no so like the screamers are a punk band yeah. th- through and through with a drummer, a vocalist, and two keyboard players. Mm-hmm. No guitars. Yeah, it's it's as punk as it can be. It's so punk. But no guitar. Yeah. Just distorted. <laughs> it's keyboards. awesome. It's yeah. so good. It's like a it's like a Rhodes keyboard that's definitely distorting. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a I think the other guy's playing like a transistor organ yeah. and like a synthesizer. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah, it was 
the bands that kept popping up in that book were them, yeah. X, obviously X, 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 yeah, yeah, and the Germs, yeah, and the Germs were apparently super original as well, right? Yeah, and weird, yeah, just weird. Well, I say super original, but also like the thing that they talked about first that they were most famous for was just stealing from Iggy Pop. <laughs> Like musically or no? Or his stuff. So their first okay. So their first gig. <laughs> okay. First gig. The Germs' first gig. Um, they didn't know how to play really. Yeah. But they really liked Iggy Pop. Sure. And they loved Iggy Pop's peanut butter antics. Oh, for those who he don't puts know, peanut butter on his chest. Yeah, he and- smears peanut butter all over them nips. <laughs> <laughs> He probably still yeah. does it. I imagine there's a call for that. He's probably in his what mid seventies now. He's got to be. He, um, his, he's got that my skin is leather look going. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's from all the peanut butter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they just had people bring condiments. Oh, because okay, you talked to me about this, yeah. but I didn't realize that was the connection. Yeah, they and uh, just sprayed condiments everywhere rubbed them all over themselves oh, left a mess uh, oh. to the point that they got kicked out oh, that's so of gross. their first gig <laughs> i mean i don't blame i mean i think that's awesome but like i wouldn't have wanted to be there because mm-hmm. i would have got grossed out yeah it's it was really funny because okay so the way the book's written and you know this but yep. the listeners don't know pardon this. me i'm gonna make a cocktail while you oh, tell please the story do. i will we we have a i'm gonna look just to, this is gonna go online <laughs> I'm gonna put a picture of our our little cocktail setup. We're taking we're taking podcasting to another level, Nathan. There's a bucket oh. of ice and two bottles of of liquor, and here I go. Yeah. Um, so I don't even remember where I was at now. You were talking about the germs. Yeah, the germs. Um. So the way the book was written, it it's credited to John Doe. But I swear to you, John Doe found the sweetest gig of all time because he wrote maybe a tenth of that book. Okay. And he gets the credit as the author Primary of the book. Because he just compiled all these stories from other people from the L.A. punk scene. Almost more of an editor right. kind of thing. It's almost like an oral history type of thing. Okay. Where people are just telling their respective stories of what happened. I like it. And... um so the story of the germs first show popped up multiple times. It popped up two or three times in the book. And the first time it popped up, someone told the story and they're like, it was awesome. And then the second <laughs> time it was more of a, I don't know what the fuck that was. Why was- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did that happen? What was happening yeah. that they, that they uh, decided to, you know, spray ketchup everywhere Ugh. at their God. first gig. God. Um, and then a third one was talking about um, the lead singer of the Germs, yeah, which was uh, Darby. Oh, Clash. Gil and the Little People. No, sorry, Darby, Darby Clash. I Clash. Think. Okay. Um, and if you don't know, the Germs featuring Pat Smear, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is now who has been in f- the Foo Fighters for the last fucking what twenty years probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby Crash. Mm. Crash. Okay. Uh, was the mm. lead singer. The third time that was referenced, it was a female going, I did not go near them. <laughs> because he was terrifying. I can understand that. So. I can understand that. The cocktail we're having, by the way, is the French Connection. Never yeah. had it before. It's brandy and amaretto and ice. Mm-hmm. That's it. Very Great. difficult to make. Yes. Was it a one-to-one ratio? It oh. is. Okay. It is. It's a. It's an ounce and a half of each. Okay. And ice. And you so stir you it. You just you don't even garnish it. There's no in the recipe I found. There's no need to garnish it. So, pause the podcast right now and run to your local liquor store. Yes. Uh, yes. Purchase the amaretto, the yes. brandy. They're both relatively inexpensive. And uh, make a drink and have it. <clears throat> yes, have it right along with us. One to one ratio. They can't make it <sighs> it's, any it's, easier. It's so easy, and you don't need bitters. You don't need any fruit. There's no fruit necessary. No. It's a great cocktail. But yeah. Yeah, the germs, the germs, the punk scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite uh, punk bands that came a little later, but kept that weird thing, like the Minutemen. Uh-huh. They had they that, got they got referenced in here oh, a lot the too. Minutemen. They had that weird thing. Yeah, great band. the The most interesting part to me, um, and I know this is going to be hard for a lot of people to believe, but 
as a um, middle class white cisgendered uh, <laughs> male. Yes, um, I haven't heard a lot about the Hispanic punk scene from the late seventies. Oh. oh, cool! That was really interesting. I bet um, because you know you don't hear about that a lot because in the seventies everyone talks about New York, yeah, London, right. Well, obviously in L.A. there's a larger Hispanic population. Sure. And they also had their respective punk bands. That's cool. It was good. That's cool. It's a good book. Check it out. Under the Black Sun. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's very good. I didn't name it. Well, Don't get, I, I'd no, no, love no. to take credit, but I didn't do it. <laughs> John Doe. I mean, that's one of those things like, you know, you can't... That... 1977... Mm-hmm. To me, along with the birth of hip hop, about the same time. Yeah, really. Th- that's the last big major cultural shift mm-hmm. we've had yeah. in music, except for I guess the dawn of the internet. I guess, but like, there hasn't. I mean, there are scenes on the internet, but it's not the same no. just because you're, you're not in the. Well, the scenes you know, on the internet are. I, I guess the main thing is there hasn't been a new genre. Right. There's been. Right. branches off of other genres lots of that yeah yeah um and completely new sounds oh have yeah come into existence absolutely but you know hip-hop is all the children of kanye at this point <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like it's you mean it's, the new stuff yeah, yeah 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 it's um you know it's everything is just off of something else that already existed at this point. Right. And I feel like those of us in the rock world, not everybody, but I feel like a certain number of people forgot that punk ever happened. Oh yeah. And just kept going on the whole like classic rock thing. Yeah. I don't understand what happened there. Yeah. Well, it's like punk and new wave. Yeah. Kind of happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess back in the day you, you know, people wanted to know if you were a punk or if you were a new wave person, Right. you know, and as as if it wasn't immediately apparent by looking at looking the at people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You have a very neat tie on. Oh, I, I must uh, be new wave. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but what are we getting at here? I mean, someone needs to invent a new genre of music. Yeah, and I feel like there was a lot of flowering off of punk and new wave. Yeah. In the just to talk about the rock world. Yeah. And then, well, and then the 90s happened, which mm-hmm. was a ugh, fucking, you know, I, I'm, I am such a 90s person, mm-hmm. and I know that, but I will defend it as like the, gr- one of the greatest flowerings of music. Okay. As a decade. Yeah. You know, in a long time. I mean, just the, the, the thing that happened where the underground became mainstream, like mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. The, the big issue with yep. the 90s, though, right. is the record labels took a lot of the good things that were happening in yep. the 90s yep. and rammed it down everyone's throat until it led to Creed. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, then, you know, music was dead. Yeah. There's not a lot you can say for post Long live music. Long live music. Music <laughs> is dead. Um, yeah, I guess that would be post-grunge is yeah. what people, I guess, call that now. And you can't, there's not much you can defend. No. In the genre of um, post-grunge. No, I mean, like, the defense of Creed, specifically. Right. Is if you talk to people who, you know, are trying to defend Creed. Yeah. The defense yeah. is always like, the guitar playing wasn't that bad. Well, sure, but who cares? That's not... <laughs> <laughs> if your defense is... Well, if you take one singular aspect out of this music, <laughs> right? Ignore the rest of it. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No, no, no. <laughs> Everyone was competent. Um, they they knew what a guitar was. They tuned it. Is it Mark Tremonti? Why yeah. do I know that? It's because I used to read I, guitar magazines. I'm pretty sure that. Well, and he had like 80 custom guitars. He did. That's true. Yeah, you would see him in catalogs. Uh, he had the Paul Reed Smith, I think. I'm sure you can go to Guitar Center right now and <laughs> get you a Mark Tremonti. Have, have some sad guy <laughs> try to sell you on a... <laughs> I didn't tell you about my Guitar Center experience. I bought, I bought something. What did you buy? I bought an acoustic bass. Oh. I've never owned a co- an acoustic bass. Look and I've always you. wanted an acoustic bass. You've always wanted one. Yeah. I didn't know you always wanted one. Well, because they're much simpler to play than an electric bass? Yeah. 
Because you don't have to plug them oh, in. Oh, right. You can just start playing it. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just, it's like the benefits of an acoustic guitar. Yeah. But with a bass. In your mind, are you a bass player? In my mind? Primarily? No, not anymore. You used to be a bass player. Yeah. Yeah. When um, we played together, you played bass. Yeah. Um, so I bought, I bought a bass. Yeah. And this is how you know that you're not a priority. <laughs> a guitar center? Yeah. Yeah. So I walk, I walk into the acoustic enclave. Yes. In Guitar Center. For those who never go to Guitar Center, there's the room where everyone plays terrible, terrible electric guitar yeah. riffs. Yeah. At like... At full volume. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a quiet acoustic room. Yes. With glass doors. With glass doors. Yeah. Humidity controlled, um, where people then play terrible, terrible acoustic guitar That's correct. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> this is what happens. And so I'm not... I'm not playing on spinning a lot mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I had my eye Couple on hundred bucks less than less than something. Dollars. Yeah. Like they had, they had a, a base on sale. Okay. Yeah. An Ibanez acoustic base on sale. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with an Ibanez. Um, Mark so, Germani probably played one. <laughs> right. He loved them. And I don't know if you heard. Yeah. He was one of the better parts of Creed. He was. <laughs> Um, so I walk back there and the guy who's working there is talking to someone and uh, some guy and his daughter. Yeah. I'm assuming his daughter. I hope his daughter. Otherwise he has like a child bride Ugh, and, boy. <laughs> and is saying, okay, well I'll, uh, I'll set it aside and, um, you guys have already paid so you can just come pick it up. Do you oh. want the case with it as well? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I got you a couple hundred off, so it's going to be eighteen fifty. Like, oh, they spent almost two thousand dollars on a guitar right oh, now. Oh boy! Holy hmm. shit! Okay. Well, I want my one hundred and fifty dollar guitar over. <laughs> Please. Yes. Um. So you know, I go and I'm looking at that, and he immediately jumps to a guy in the back room. Yeah. Who's holding what has to be a twelve hundred dollar Martin? Sure. Yeah. Even though I've been there holding the same guitar. Right. Right. For a solid like 15 minutes. At one point, I stopped playing. I was just standing there holding it by the neck. (laughs) I can see you doing that. Looking at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see. Completely ignoring him. And, you know, that guy is in there going, no, I mean, this is similar to the one I play. I play, uh, I I play more of it. I like the Gibsons more and, you know, trying to throw around his guitar knowledge. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I just want this, this very cheap acoustic bass. Please just let me pay. And so finally I, I had to go in there while he's just watching this guy noodle around on this Martin (laughs) and go, I want to buy this. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know, that's great. It, he didn't, he didn't try to upsell me or anything because at that point it was just a fuck get get the fuck out of here get this loser look i i work on commission and i'm getting a dollar fifty for this guy (laughs) (laughs) god i guess that's true isn't it sad state of affairs man so um yeah so i got it yeah but man did the snobby acoustic (laughs) room guy at uh, guitar center you know looked what? Down on me. fuck that too because i have had some cheap ass guitars that sounded better than expensive guitars well, it it doesn't okay Acu- expensive guitars do not make the difference no no expensive guitars are nice to have they're nice to have yeah i i was telling my wife this while we were i'm oh, sorry do you need a cocktail home. oh i would love a okay cocktail. all right i'll get that <laughs> uh i was <laughs> French connection? Uh, yeah, no, another, I'll have a... Another French connection? I'll have another French connection. Another round? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, I was telling my wife this on the way home from that Guitar Center visit. Owning, together. owning like a $2,500 Gibson guitar, unless you are... <laughs> Fucking Eric Clapton. If you're James Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're going around playing the same shitty songs for the last... <laughs> 50 years and you need one ounce of joy in your life yeah pay for that guitar you have the money if you're me um no you don't need a a 
$2,500 Gibson guitar. It's no. it's the equivalent of having a Rolex, but in guitar <laughs> world. Right. Like, I can go buy a Timex. It keeps time. Yeah, exactly. It keeps time. Perfectly well. Exactly as well as a Rolex. Yes. But it's not fancy. Right. I can't, I, I can't pass on a Timex as a family heirloom. As easy, I mean, you, you can, could. but no one. Your kid's gonna go. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do I have a Timex? Did they? They sell these at Target, right? Okay, no, thank you. Um, yeah, so that's that's the only reason you want to buy a Gibson is to look fancy. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. To, <laughs> to look fancy, or. Um, to pass it on as a family heirloom. Right, yeah. Exa- yeah, well, yeah. Uh, guitars, yeah. I mean, they sound better. But they sound better. Yeah, I mean. The, it's incrementally, it, it's yeah, not enough. I agree. The difference between a $500 guitar and a $2,500 guitar is not $2,000 worth of sound. <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I would agree with that. I agree with that. It's a couple hundred bucks worth of sound. Right. Yeah. But at a certain point, you're paying for the name. You're paying, mm-hmm. you know, this, all this bullshit that companies come up with yeah. about woods. I mean, wood matters, but like, not all the woods matter. It wood matters, but <laughs> if you are either one of us, <laughs> you don't need a nice guitar. No, you don't. You don't. You don't need the finest wood no. that man can find. You need wood that can be shaped. That's correct. Yeah, it needs to be flat. <laughs> That's all it needs to. Be. That's like I like. I mean, not the cheapest. I'm more of an electric guitar person. Yeah. Um. I don't. Not the cheapest electric guitar. Yeah. You don't want a squire. Right. But, but like, I don't need like. I mean, my I have like a Mexican Strat. Yeah. That I've had since I was sixteen, and I love it. It it plays. It works. It's a great guitar. Very reliable. Mm-hmm. Almost always in tune. Yeah. It is the Nissan of, it, yes, of guitars. Exactly. That's and that's what I need because you know what I'm going to do at the end of the day. I'm going to wail on it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all it needs. It just needs to be able to be wailed yeah. on. It's look at. When I say look whale, at, <laughs> not not like shredding, right. like just hitting it hard. Yeah. Look at Jack White during the entire White Stripes existence. Right. Yeah. He, his entire guitar budget during yeah. that right. that band right. had to have been like five thousand dollars total. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's the unfortunate <laughs> thing: a lot of the guitars that he got, the yeah. silver tones and stuff, the yeah. cheap catalog. Meaning you used to order them from a catalog guitars, mm-hmm. um, like a Sears catalog, uh, went up remarkably in price because yeah. he played them. Oh yeah, he ruined so he, he ruined did. prices on he, everything. He really did. <laughs> but you know that's not his fault. No, honestly, they have a vibe too. Those guitars are cool. Yeah, they're really cool. Mm-hmm. Now, now you have the expensive companies trying to yeah make those again. I know because right? people want those. It's true. Something just touched my leg. Yeah. Ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I thought it was a dog. It's a child. <laughs> that scared me so much, Holden. Oh my God, my child is here. Uh, what are you doing? You saying good night. Good night, baby. You would not believe how Holy how sneaky God. she was just now. Oh, did you watch that the whole? Oh, the you, whole time. You. Fucking bastard. Oh you man, it was me? it was impressive. Oh god. Just, I don't it was I don't know if you remember like on Looney Tunes. Yeah. When <laughs> there's the tiptoeing. Sure, the when they're on their tips and they go, yeah, and it's it's completely inaudible to anyone and because they're tiptoeing. Yes. It was like the real life version of that. Oh my just happened. God, I didn't hear anything. What a sneaky child. Yeah, it's dangerous. That's why I sit back here. I have my eye on yeah. the door at all times. That's a good point. Yeah, we used to... I can to... see that thing. I can see that. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking of, of re-watching the, uh, the, the triangle, Scary Triangle People movie. Yeah. For a while. Mm-hmm. And I might just do it. The Void, everybody, if you've, if you've heard of mm-hmm. or seen The Void. It's a relatively recent movie. But it freaked me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I don't... Nothing can sneak up on me. That's good. I used to sit where you said, but then you would say that things were behind me there. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, nothing was ever behind me. But no, you're not safe anywhere. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's something about me that makes me unsafe. Shit. At all times. Yeah. Wow. You, how does it feel to know that your own kin is after you? Well, it doesn't come as a surprise, to be honest, because... No, it's about right. Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 out to they're out to kill dad. Yeah, I, I do I do feel like that's what family is for, to, at some level to murder. Yeah, to murder you. Ultimately, they just want to kill dad. Yeah. Well, it's either quick. <laughs> yeah. With a heart attack from sneaking up behind you, or slow. Yeah. By causing right. you to slowly have a heart attack <laughs> over many years. Like thank God I've been drinking because otherwise I wouldn't have been relaxed enough to handle the shock. <laughs> so the reason I had to. I, I haven't been drinking as much, and it's been good. But I had to have something this week because I've been watching these um, gothic, old, like, 50s, 60s gothic horror films. But they're not really scary, you know. Right. But they're, um, you know, like I watched The Hound of the Baskervilles. Okay. The Hammer Studios version, which has Peter Cushing. Christopher Lee, people you you may not know. I don't know but any of these names. Very good actors. Christopher Lee sounds like a very um, generic uh, name. Uh, but not for a generic guy. You you might know him. He was the evil wizard in the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh. He's real tall. Yeah, I know but he, he is. he was a classic actor. For Can I say something yeah, real quick? Sure. I, this is a confessional okay. moment. Here. Yeah, you don't want to. I know this movies. is a safe place. It is, mostly. Lord of the Rings... Sucks. Yeah, I don't love those movies. I like honest. I and I I know that someone listening is the going books to are be, the books are a different story. Yeah, no, I don't mind the books. Yeah. But I know someone listening is going to be yeah. offended by this. Yeah. I cannot watch them. I um the last one. Uh Return of the King? It, sure. I can't remember yeah. what it's called. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's I went it. to a, I went to see it in a theater. Yeah. I fell asleep. Yeah. That one's a sleep inducer for me, too. And I woke up, and nothing had... <laughs> I missed nothing. No plot points had advanced? No. Like, yeah. I was gone for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. I woke up, and I'm like, they're still getting ready for this last <laughs> battle? Oh, man. So, the beginning of lockdown, yeah. 2020, we decided to watch the Lord of the Rings movies. If I remember correctly, we watched the first two. And I like the first two. That third one, though, boy, that is like it's it's like taking Unisom. Yeah. Well, like, I, so if I'm remembering correctly, and Peter Jackson is a nerd. That's not the part I. Yeah. I know I'm remembering that yeah, part correctly. Sure. But he did the first two movies. Yeah. And they were successful. Yeah. And then the last two. Yeah. Because he divided it because yeah. he wanted to add as much detail from the last book as possible. Oh, that must have been it. Yeah. And so it's like he took <laughs> what really would equate to one strong movie. Yeah, yeah. But he wanted all the details in so he stretched and spread it, it out. Like, and then there's all the director's cuts. Oh, fucking A, man. That are yeah. insanely long. Sure. I, I'm not even going to ever pretend to attempt to watch those. Yeah. And I think we talked about this before, but Peter Jackson earlier in his career, it's fascinating. Because mm -hmm. now he's made this Beatles thing. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, he's all over cool. the place. He's all over the place. Yeah. But so he's most known for Lord of the Rings and this Beatles thing now. <clears throat> but back in the day, he made this movie called Dead Alive, which is the one of the most bloody and disgusting horror movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's really good. Uh -huh. um, and he's from New Zealand, so it's like set in like New Zealand, Australia kind of thing. Um, fucking great movie. Uh, totally mental. Totally disturbed. Yeah. Great movie. And then somehow... Yeah, I don't know. Somehow becomes the <laughs> richest director in history. <laughs> yeah. I actually made a few fucked up movies, come to think of it. Yeah. Meet the I, Feebles was another one. Anyway. I, how much do you think he made... Off, off the Lord of the Rings. Jesus, movies. I can't imagine. Like millions and millions of dollars. He probably made as much as Steven Spielberg has made his whole career off that uh, one. It's possible that one series yeah. because I, I think he, I think he probably got a cut of the box office. I'm I don't assuming think he got just I'm a assuming. flat. You no, know. no, I don't think that was a work for hire job. No, no, I, I, I would think he got. 
points or whatever they call it in, in yeah. the movie world. Man. Yeah. Good but for like, him. Yeah. But like watching all these movies with these guys, these these movies are all set in like the 1800s, of course, right? Yeah. Everyone is constantly smoking and drinking. (laughs) It's fantastic. It's like everyone at every turn. It's like, Brandy, could I get you a drink? Every time someone has a shock, like in Hound of the Baskervilles, Christopher Lee, who's a big, tall, imposing man, gets a tarantula on him. And they, Peter Cushing, who's a, who's a slight, he was uh, one of the generals on the Death Star in Star Wars, Peter Cushing. Okay. You may if I when ready. That's Peter Cushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I love him. Okay. I love him. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, Peter Cushing, Sherlock Holmes, brushes the tarantula off Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, at this point, it's been on him for like, a minute and a half, and he's sweating profusely. They sit him down. First thing you do, pour him a drink. Right. You know, every time a person... That's how you solve the problem. Yes. Every <laughs> And maybe this is just British society. I don't know. Oh, something went wrong. Have a drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something went right. Celebrate with have a drink. Have a drink. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, I just needed to have something because yeah. I've been... And I've almost got the pipe out a few times to have a little... It's... Tobacco. I, I don't remember what we were watching the other night, but... Uh, it it just always blows my mind on Netflix when you're yeah. watching something and it gives you the TV rating. Oh yeah, and the reasons. Yeah. Yes, and it'll be like TVMA, uh, nudity, sure, sexual content, smoking, right. and smoking. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> when we were kids, what happened here? Everyone smoked and everything. It was in cartoons. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean a big cigar, like you know. Yeah, yeah. It's. They they throw that on there every single time. Yeah. And you're going, well, that's going to be in every movie before 1985. Exactly. That was... <laughs> God, people chain smoked, though. Oh, man. I mean, it, it's such a, such a mind fuck now because I don't even smoke once a year yeah. if I have a pipe or a cigar or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But they did that shit constantly. All the time. How is that? How did they live? I don't know. I don't know how they lived. I don't. I they don't lived know. well, I guess. We, is it jo- enjoyable at that point? That that's what I don't know. I I think there's a point where it just becomes a habit, and it's no longer an enjoyable, enjoyable thing. You just do it. Yeah. Right. I was. We watched a Kurt Vonnegut documentary on Hulu. Oh, is that the one I saw popping up? It's very good. Yes. What's it called? Uh, ooh. I, I I think it's the same one. I, I'm sure it there is. can't be that many Kurt Vonnegut um, documentaries. What, it's very interesting. It's a guy who, um, I, I think he was just out of college. <sighs> okay, shot the movie. Wrote a letter to oh. Kurt Vonnegut saying he wanted to do a documentary about him. Oh, okay. And so he just now put it out. Okay. Kurt Vonnegut's been dead for what, like eight years now? Something. Like yeah, that? he died. Yeah, he died a while ago. And. He had been filming him since the 80s. Oh, my God. So there's all these interviews with wow. him. Wow. Anyway, that one was also um, rated TV something something. Yeah. Because of language and smoking. Yeah. That's that's what I, how I picture. Because <laughs> he smoked Kurt. nonstop. I'm sure he did, yeah. His, uh, his Paul Malls. Oh, he was a Paul Mall guy. Love Paul Malls. Yeah. Apparently, John Carpenter, the director. Mm-hmm. Winston's. That's what I've heard. Mm. Smokes Winston's. Yeah, he uh, the the Kurt Vonnegut quote that I always enjoy about smoking. Yes, was he was giving a speech at some college, and his his opening line <laughs> to it may not have been the very opening, but like the very beginning of the speech. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard my class action. I've heard heard of my class action lawsuit against the Paul Mall Cigarette Company. <laughs> Um, I was assured that these things would kill me, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So. That's great. I mean, you do feel, I don't know if you ever felt this way, maybe in college, you felt like smoking was going to make you smarter, more creative, it, it, something like that. So... I don't know. There's always like the the two different errors to it. Yes. There were the intellectual smokings. Right. 
Right. Like I'm smoking as I <laughs> drink this coffee and read a book of poetry. Sure. And then there's the edgy smoking. Yes. Which is I'm smoking because life is garbage. <laughs> I have a bottle of whiskey in my pocket. I'm going to chug that in a second. <laughs> because, yet again, yeah, life is garbage. And so those were always the two. The two yeah, reasons. Yeah, those are the two speeds when yeah. you're in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you get to be our age, and it's like, oh, well, it's kind of just like bad idea (laughs) it just kind of hurts like it's not it's not like a great idea no no and i don't know what peter cushing died of but i'm almost sure it was lung cancer i mean i'm sure it didn't it it didn't help help. it didn't help because (laughs) whatever he had i feel like he let me find out because i'm i just need to know ah peter cushing one of the best i he lived a long time 1913 to 94. Well, yeah, he he lived a long time. Okay, that's a that's a good amount. He was of time. 81. Yeah, he was 81. You know what? If he died of lung cancer at 81, <clears throat> not bad, right? At, that's actually you know good on him. I know, I know, because he he's not going to make it much further than that anyway. And he got to do it's what true. he wanted to do the no, whole I time. Know. I keep thinking I'm going to take it up when I'm older. You know, I mean, well, I know that's a bad idea, but like, well, no, I, I've told you this, like if we, okay. So, um, don't look up. Have you seen don't look up? I have not. Jen has seen. Okay. It. But she, you know, the general, plot. I, I know the idea. There's an asteroid that everyone knows is going to destroy the earth. That's right. Coming towards the earth. Right. I've always thought like in the scenario where we know that the earth is about to be destroyed by an asteroid. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just Why go not? For oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, all of it. I mean, there was no reason not to. No, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> come on. What are we doing? What are we doing at that point? Yeah. Just, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't want this to happen, but this, the whole, like, Omega Man, Last Man on Earth, mm-hmm. I Am Legend, these are all the same thing. Yeah. Scenario. Um, what, I mean... It's you and a bunch of fucking zombie vampires. Yeah. So you might as well just do it all. I, I will tell you that if I end up in in a uh, last man on earth situation, yeah, I'm chain smoking. Oh, of course. I, I'm bored. You're bored for one. <laughs> and then there's the stress. The stress. I'm going to go ahead and assume Netflix isn't still up and running. And we got rid of all of our DVDs. <laughs> There's, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is... Oh, wow. Oh, man. In an interview included on the DVD release of The Hound of the Baskervilles, 1959, which I, which I wrote, Christopher Lee said of his friend's death, I don't want to sound gloomy, but at some point of your lives, every one of you will notice that you have in your life one person, one friend whom you love and care for very much. That person is so close to you that you are able to share some things only with him. Mm. For example, you can call that friend, and from the very first maniacal laugh or some other joke, you will know who is at the other end of that line. We used to do that with him so often. And then when that person is gone, there will be nothing like that in your life ever again. Oh, Wow. <laughs> That's heavy. That is very heavy. I, I have a couple friends I feel like that about. I can't find out how he died, though. I'm having a having a tough... Of heartbreak. Tough, well, that was Christopher Lee about... Oh, well, yeah. okay, so Christopher Lee died of heartbreak. I, I mean, I don't... That's very depressing. I don't think so. I can't find out how he died. Hang on, I'm just going to do the little... Mm-hmm. How did... Did you... You didn't try Google first? I, di- I mean, I just got on the Wikipedia page. I don't know if you knew this, but Google... Okay, here we go. Has pretty much all the information. Prostate cancer. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Prostate cancer. So even his chain smoking didn't take him out properly. I mean, I don't know. How do you get prostate cancer? Maybe I feel like smoking. We should, we should both be concerned about this. Yeah, he was smoking out his butt. Oh, that's well. Yeah. 
Oh, so as long as you don't do that. Right. Just lung cancer. You're going to get lung. It it just depends on where you smoke which out of. orifice you smoke out uh, of. So um, I got li- I can get <laughs> If I get testicular cancer, I'm yeah. smoking out of my balls. Yeah. Okay. It it is your uh urethra has a cigarette. Tucked inside can, of can it. Can you just picture it? Just I'm picture? trying not to. A little, dick, a little dick with a cigarette? A little bitty dick cigarette? Yeah, lit. Little, little, yeah, lit. little bitty. Yeah. And then the balls are like, like the testicles are mm. like the little hands. Okay. The, the skin of the scrotum is so, forming little hands. So you're, you're in this scenario. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One testicle. Yeah. Comes out, takes the cigarette to flick some ash off, and then jams that thing back in the urethra. Yeah. Okay. But they, yeah, they, the two, the folds okay. on either side of the testicle. <laughs> Let's get real technical here. The folds on either side of the testicle mm-hmm. are like, like if you, like if you were in a Snuggie, what your hands would be like. Okay. 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 So there aren't hands there, but there's like extensions that are uh-huh. clothed uh-huh. in scrotum skin. Yeah. Yeah, that hold the cigarette. Then you smoke it yeah. out of your dick hole. I think that's what we're saying. I, uh, Do you need another cocktail? I uh, No. Okay. No, no, right. Very good. All right. I think uh, clothed in scrotum skin yeah. is the debut album from Anal Teeth. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Anal teeth was something you put on. Yeah, it, I Instagram. Oh, I have to find the actual headline. Nathan's Instagramming now. Um, yeah, it's, it's never happened before. And I sit have in done the finches. I have done it um, all of six times. I was going to say five or six times. <laughs> yeah, Instagram's kind of fun. I like um, Instagram. Oh no, I don't want to post something new. I want to see what I did. Um, this. So this was a headline that Animal popped teeth. up uh, from Science Friday, whatever Science Friday Oh, is. that's uh, an NPR thing. Okay, well, yeah. this is their headline. Okay. From anal teeth to deadly farts, the wild world of invertebrate butts. Oh. <laughs> Again, <laughs> biology is gross. <laughs> like, and then, and what then the fuck? They have posted a picture of... What I can Fuck. only assume is a sea sea cucumber porn. I don't know what this. <laughs> oh, is that the part that you fuck in a sea cucumber? Uh, it or is that the fucking part? Well, it definitely is. What's happening there? Oh, it won't let me. Or zoom are they in. like asexual or something? It's definitely Ew. an asshole. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a starfish. Yeah, it's a, but not like a literal star. Like no, a, it's a star. Yeah. <laughs> It's a star-shaped yeah. orifice. Um, anyway, oh. so sea creatures are hor- horrific monsters, and when they come to get us, we're all doomed. Anal <laughs> teeth. Anal teeth. Jesus Christ. This is why you don't want the oceans to rise, people. Mm-mm. You don't want to be anywhere close to these fucking monsters. They're going to bite you with their anus. <laughs> what was the other part from anal teeth to uh, something farts? Two deadly farts. Oh, God. Yeah. What is wrong with the ocean? You know what? I don't give a shit that we've been dumping stuff down there for years. Fuck it. Fuck they the ocean. They deserve it. They deserve it. They're fucking monsters. If they, don't, if they don't want us to dump stuff down there, evolve already. Come oh. on. Figure out a way to deal with it. Where Pull yourself the, up by your bootstraps. Where are the fucking <laughs> hot mermaids and all this? All there is in the ocean to fuck is a goddamn sea cucumber with teeth in its ass. Okay, but like it. What um, else could you fuck in the ocean? <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you could with a mermaid. A fuck a mermaid? Yeah, they got it. It's somewhere. How? It's somewhere. It can't I, be anywhere. I mean, okay, you could get. You. Could get, they go from waist to yeah, fishtail. I, I understand, but like, there's got to be something. I don't think there is. I've watched The Little Mermaid in great detail. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's human upper <laughs> fishtail. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in the you fishtail. T- you telling me a mermaid can't blow you? Okay, well, that can happen, <laughs> but I just don't know how... Who is this podcast for? <laughs> I, don't you, I, don't, I don't know how you're getting more mermaids in that scenario. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, somewhere they have to have reproductive organs. Maybe. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know. I 
maybe they, that's why the only realistic possibility <laughs> is an inverted mermaid fish on top yeah oh boy that's no 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 <laughs> no that's not happening that's not happening that's the only choice no it's not nope yep. nope can't do it can't do it i don't i can you imagine how lonely the sailors were that they were inventing yeah the idea of women under the there sea. are beautiful women <laughs> with fish tails well obviously they had to have fish tails because they lived in the sea right yeah and what what if a woman came out of the ocean with a fish tail would you <laughs> i what yeah i watched a video the other day about like what uh, a typical sailor on a ship would eat like what their diet was uh-huh like okay pre and post scurvy so like post scurvy it included like an orange right you know um but like it's like dried meat yeah some kind of like cracker yeah did they have like beer. the hard tack stuff yeah they had like a hard tack kind Ooh. of thing with like dried meat and yeah. beer or cider or yeah. something and that's and that's it mm-hmm. that is it and that's why when they started hallucinating, I'm about, sure, I'm sure mermaids. about women. I mean that that's next level lonely. It is, it is. If you're not even imagining, like, oh, we found a woman, right? It's like there's a lady fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She's got everything up top. Everything up top checks out. It's not weird. It's not weird. We just want a lady fish that we can have sex with. It's a normal thing. Can can I dream? I mean, and we give people a hard time for jerking off to cartoons. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, man. It's like the most inoffensive thing imaginable. It really actually is. It's uh, They're not real people. Yeah. They're not real people. What regular what porn weird, is real people? What weird thing are they doing? It doesn't matter. They don't exist. They don't exist. <laughs> They're characters. No one did anything. Those people got paid to draw that. There, there and was to voice them. There was a dude that drew the yeah, cartoon character. It was some other dude, most likely. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Does that ruin it for for the people? I mean, I don't. Are you breaking? Do they think it's real? No, they can't think it's real. Surely not. People are not that dumb. I mean... I mean... People. Yeah. That's a good point. How do you think it worked out having the cocktail station down here? Oh, man. It's all right, right? Yeah, it's not it's, bad. It's all right. I uh, Next time... Yeah. We need a full bartender. We need some... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who could we get down here to just make us drinks? <laughs> that's a fantastic idea. And they're not allowed to speak. No, no, they can't speak. No, no, yeah, they're not on the podcast. They're not on mic. They are bartenders. Right. Um, Who do we know that makes good drinks? Drugs. I mean, I don't know I don't know anyone who makes drinks. Yeah. You're like the person I'm I the know who one. makes drinks. <laughs> I don't even make that many drinks. I make drinks sometimes. You you choose one to one ratio drinks and Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll make a I'll make something else. A two to one ratio drink? Yeah, I've done that. Sure, Man, I can that's do risky. that. It's not that risky. Two to one? Not if you have balls. <laughs> balls with little hands. Uh, <laughs> I don't want any more of your cocktails. Little, little that sounds hands. terrible. <laughs> How much does it... I'm sure this is out of our range. Even if the Sushi Jackknife, the very generous Sushi Jackknife audience, mm-hmm. came together to donate $4 each. Yeah. We still couldn't afford a personal bartender for an hour. Let's see. I don't think... I mean, these are, what do you think, Sushi Jackknife audience? Is that worth it? Is that worth it for episode 200? Is that worth it for all the many hours of entertainment we've given you? Ooh, for episode 200. I mean, we had another idea, but this is maybe better for episode Um, 200. Okay, Barcader Nashville. Let's find out here. All right, all right. It's got to be like hundreds of dollars an hour. And then they got to get their stuff down. Well, here's the problem. To the basement somehow. I don't know that we can drink enough. Oh, how much do we have to um, drink? <laughs> it's up to six hours. Oh, we don't. So need... we'd have to be drinking for six hours. We to need one hour. No, 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 no. <laughs> 
if we pay for six hours, we're getting so we're six just hours. Keep going. Yeah. So we're taking the um, next day off. One bartender <laughs> per fifty guests. That's <laughs> recommended. Um, what about for two people? <laughs> I don't. Can we get half a bartender? They they will provide their shakers, ice scoop, wine key, jiggers, and pourers. We have to provide the booze. It looks like we have to. Oh, provide that's the a booze. bummer. See, I was thinking that would be three hundred dollars. If we wanted to go beyond the six hours, it's huh. an additional fifty dollars per hour. Sushi Jackknife, do you think you can raise three hundred dollars an hour? Three hundred dollars? Oh, they have a list of cocktails here. We can buy the booze. Well, okay. So, what booze would you buy? I mean, we get a we get like we get the basics. We get a whiskey. We get a uh, we get some vermouth. We'd get. Well, I'm I'm you just know. I just want the liquor. Well, you gotta just the whiskey. Is that all well, we're getting? A whiskey, here? yes. Okay, a whiskey. All they have for whiskey that they make is a whiskey sour. Okay, I can drink a whiskey sour or a Honolulu Borbs. They can't make me an old fashioned. That's not on here. That's bizarre. No. That that makes no sense. All right, we just need a friend. Yeah. Well, we need yeah, a friend. Uh, yeah. We need a friend that can make drinks. Who who do we know that makes anything? I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of people I could talk into it. Oh man, I just I want nonstop. Uh, catered bartending services. Keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the evening, I tip them. Yes. With wise words and sage advice. <laughs> and listen, they're they're working for free, so they can help themselves. I mean, they're on the clock. <laughs> I mean, come on. What kind of establishment are you running? <laughs> They'd have to stand right here at the edge of the table in the basement. There's nowhere else for them to be. No, and. Like right at the end. Yeah, too. the end of the table is their domain. We're not giving them a stool. No. Because, <laughs> no. again, they're on the clock. Yeah, stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Put a little tie on. Um, <laughs> are we going to kick them out if they don't have a tie on? <laughs> I mean, I could provide them with a little tie. Okay, I've got a tie on? upstairs. Is it clip on? No, but we could make that happen. I'd really like it if it was clip on. $315. <laughs> what we need <laughs> we need come on sushi jackknife audience come on this is, I, actually, this is the worst telethon of all time we have a paypal sushi jackknife uh, at gmail.com is our paypal address right now you can donate any amount right now in the world yeah there's a whole country there's countless disasters oh going yeah on. that's right and we're like hey come on you got some extra money we could really use a personal bartender. Listen, think of it this way. Almost 200 episodes. Each one of those is an hour. Mm-hmm. It's 200 hours of free entertainment you've been given. You know. Think about it. Okay, so... Two- Has it always been entertaining? No. Has it always been pertinent to your life? Absolutely not. Um, have you listened? Yes, you have. I think I may just sol- have solved the Ukrainian situation. Wait, what did you do? Personal bartender? No. Oh. All right, so uh, Putin's an insane lunatic right i mean i'm sorry if that offends anyone listening but let me go out on a limb here and say putin's an insane lunatic lunatic. hot take yeah um if someone could get him into our podcast wait (laughs) okay hear me out that's like eight full days that he would be distracted oh, yeah. by the nonsense oh, we've been spewing nonstop. By listening to the show. Right. Oh, I like it. See, we Eight have full been. days, and the military would be like, uh, what should we be doing? And he would go, Niet! <laughs> I'm listening to... And keep listening, and yeah. they would just go, I guess we're not bombing anymore. Right. Do you I think, solved it. Um, it... If Vladimir Putin enjoys this podcast enough, I think he can spare three hundred dollars. That's true. <laughs> Just send us at PayPal sushijackknife at gmail dot com. Booty, where you at? He doesn't have any money left. Come on, bro. Joe, he's got some money. Nah, Joe Biden took it away. Yeah, and gas is four dollars a gallon. That's which is fine. It's offsetting. Uh, it's it's his money. It's worth it to you know I. I'll be honest, I've listened to a lot of people whine about gas lately. Yeah. And for some reason, I cannot even be remotely sympathetic. Oh, no, because, I mean, I didn't realize we took that much Russian oil and gas in, to be honest. It's not that much, though. 
I didn't think it just it was. went up because opportunist OPEC. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but like all the, I it's mostly because the people I know who have whined about gas. Yeah. It's not like you know I'm friends with a single mother and she's going. I can't really afford gas. Right. It's like, oh, I have a pickup and I want to drive my pickup and it's more expensive now. <laughs> I'm not real sympathetic. No. I, I'm sorry. No, I, me neither. I've tried to care about your argument and, you know, it lasted five seconds and I moved on. I just don't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't care. I like even regardless of whether it's for a good reason or not, it went up. Yeah. Just don't feel bad for you. If You're you, being whiny. I don't know. If you give us $5, I will read your name on the show. Listen, listen, no one... Justin can't afford gas right now. <laughs> He's about to start whining about gas prices. I need a personal bartender yeah. for six hours. You need a full six hours. Apparently, that's how we have to order yeah, this person. That's a really weird time frame, by the way. Yeah. I, I need. <laughs> why would you say? Okay. So what is? What, are most events that long? I, I surely not. Who goes to a six-hour event? Oh, it sounds awful. Any event? I've a ever, wedding, maybe. Could even be, at that point, could be six hours. If you're at a wedding for that fucking long, though, six hours. There's setup. I get that. Everyone, everyone's sneaking out at hour three of that six-hour yeah, wedding. A way long wedding. Um, I don't care how good the chicken I, is. Let's see. TheBartendingService.com. Uh, okay. I want a quote. Oh, I have to enter stuff? No. I, I hate it when you have to do that for a quote. Just tell me. I, I hate it. I hate it. I, I only want to know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How much does it cost to hire a bartender for a private party? This is from National Bartending School. I like it. Uh a basic party rate can range from fifteen to fifty dollars per hour. That's totally reasonable. Some bartenders may charge as high as three hundred dollars for a few hours. Wow. Uh excuse me. Previous quote we just got. Yeah. The National Bartending School says you're at the top of the range. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds like. And others less than $15 an hour. See, I'd feel bad there. No, I would be more than willing to pay someone $15 an hour. I'd feel very bad if someone went, like, 12, 12 bucks. I'll do it for 12 <laughs> Oh, wow. I would feel for one hour? Bad. No, you are taking 15 Yeah. And that's my final offer. Sushi Jackknife minimum wage is 15 <laughs> yeah. We have a $15 yeah, minimum do. wage We do. Here. That's right. We do. Um, we do. We're, we're good like that. If we were to, especially if our listeners chip in, (laughs) Uh, if we were to do it during a holiday, it would be fifty percent more. You guys know I'm joking, right? Like I don't really care, but you would. I mean, it would be cool, (laughs) but like, but like, there is no need whatsoever to ever give us money. What we do, we do for free. We Uh do it for ourselves. We do Um, it for you. You. You uh, you have to book them for four-hour increments, according to this. Damn. Wait, that's if it's a holiday? No, just in oh, general. in general? I just, want, I just want one hour of bartending. Well, we could do a warm-up. See, that's the thing. It could be an extra-long show. Uh-huh. No, I don't want an extra-long show. Okay, I don't blame you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like... I, I, You're like that. Sounds like more work for me. Yeah. No. I. And unless the bartender is tapping and in at some point. Here's the thing. We could have a. <laughs> now we could do two hours. Yeah. Because we can have a warm up hour. Mm-hmm. Where we talk and we drink. Okay. We could do that. But if we have a two or three hour warm up, yeah. there will never be a podcast. Oh no! It we'll won't get happen. Way too drunk. I won't understand how the computer works anymore. And the bartender's going to be really bored because, according to this, they're used to, like, 50 people at an event. Yeah, it's just us. It's two. It's two. So, I mean, uh, other people can come, but, like, not that many mm -hmm. because you'll be too loud. uh, It's a podcast. Who who do we have that's a friend of the show that could podcast or that could bartend while we podcast? We have friends of the show. There's always Gumby. Mm Mm-hmm. 
What, I don't know. Gumby, do you make drinks? Gumby. Uh, I don't think T is quite ready to make the trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she, if she makes drinks either. Do we haven't we, talked about this. Phineas? Bill? <laughs> yeah, I want Phineas to... Make your drinks. To come make us drinks. I feel like you put poop in him or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but if I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be one of those situations. <laughs> like, a lot of people can't get away with it. Sure. But with him, it would be like, Phineas. Yes. Oh, oh, you got me. No. You put poop in my drink. You got drink. the poopy drink. Oh. No. You joker. There's got to be somebody. We'll have to We'll have to brainstorm. You know what? I think you should send us an email, sushijackknife at gmail.com. Just to put that just in general one more time Any, about any, the bartending Roy, i would say roy but i know roy doesn't drink you know what philly steve hold on yeah. no 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 you want i would roy love to, to have roy you want roy to do it who can't uh, he who doesn't, doesn't drink. drink he does not drink does not know how drinks are made nope come make us drinks oh so it's just oh okay roy <laughs> sushi jackknife sushi jackknife Episode 200 approaches. <laughs>